I'm Carrick MacDonald, and this is Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I'm talking to Izzy McKinnon, who I met through Rutherglen's People's Past, People's Future group. A new history book, being planned by Rutherglen Heritage Society, will include memories of local people like Izzy of growing up, living and working in the Royal Borough. To start our conversation, Izzy had brought in some photographs from her collection showing some of the people, places and events which she remembers from her time living in the town. Do you remember the pictures down about me and the Majorettes? That's me there. Is that you? <laughs> wow, that's a great photograph. I think I was about 11 or 12. Was that Landomer Day? Uh-huh. And oh. that's on Burnhill Street, you know where Kim Jackson stays? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's me, Kim great. Jackson. <laughs> Behind all the floats, man. I yeah, hate yeah. this, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, my pet hate, is Landomer Day. Well... Uh, I've done a few out of the... Uh, what do you call it? The magazine. Right. This one I've had for years and years. That was one of those. Oh, the floats. Oh, that's it. Aye. Lovely. In the maternity hospital. Well, that's in the days when Landover Day was quite something, wasn't it? See this one here? Aye. Right, hold on a minute. Aye. See when you went down that? This is Regent Street. Uh-huh. See when down the road, see the opening just here? Aye. That's Reed Street. Right. We used to live on the top flat. Is that right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Aye, to think that's not there anymore. That was... Other ones of the floats coming along the main street. Right. There was one in particular I want to show you. Uh-huh. Aye, this one here. Right. My mum and my dad, we call them White Flats. This is their house here. Uh-huh. My mum and dad have been there now 50 years. Right. That was the Tully Allen building. The building with the town was all fabric. Oh, yes, yes, the uh-huh. flames. I don't know if I'm the only one to get a picture, but that's my uh, brother-in-law with his kids right. at the front plane. Right. So, and I think... If there's any other ones you're stuck with, you can just ask. So that, tell me again about that, that Tully Allen place. The Tully Allen used to make uh, like big heavy-duty curtains, like really, really expensive stuff. Oh, right. And it went flames one night, that Goodness. whole building went up. Uh-huh. And my brother, he was actually a photographer at the time, right. took a picture of it, but the daily record wouldn't accept it because it was in colour, they wanted it black. Oh, see, right. So that never got And is that the factory there in the background? That's it, that's uh-huh. a full factory there, which is now houses, right. it's Burnhill Quadrant, yeah. I think it's called. Sure. Uh, and this is all ones for... The, the Jenny Burn. Right, all right. And the one up in Gallo Flat Street. Yes, I'm indeed. trying to read it upside yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and that's, right, see where we are just now? Right. And you've got the new school. Uh-huh. That's what used to be there. That, that was the nursery. All right. And that was the unemployment centre. Okay. And myself, Jean, Kim, and Glasgow, right. we were all involved in it in some way or another, and we were actually in the committee. Yeah. We were so busy in there. We couldn't have a meeting during the day. We had to have our own meetings, committee meetings at okay, night time. Yeah. It was so busy. So the council ended up taking that off us, not the down building New Borough School where it is right now. That's right. And we've not no got a community centre. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's when they went down to London because right. they were campaigning against the strikes, uh, you know, the teachers and the cleaners and oh, right. all that stuff. That's a great photo. Uh, it's amazing what you find when you're in the look for stuff. Sure, and sure. they're all like up the main street on the floats again. Right. Uh-huh. So, I got more welcome to them. So well, yeah, I'll check it out. That's great. That's wonderful, aye. So, it's great when you pull it. I was actually looking for a photo of my, my husband who died a wee bit a couple of months ago, right. and his daughter, I call her my daughter, right. she's wanting a couple of pictures, and then I started coming across the other ones, and I'm like, where's all these pictures come from? I'm like, right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the borough school. Uh-huh. Did, did you go to that school? I went to the borough school. Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, when, when was that? Oh, 
I had just started school. Right. So I was I was born nineteen sixty two, so that, I'm not very good with numbers. Sixty six, sixty seven. Right. Right. And that's mind I was telling my mum used to make just there was four of us, my mum used to line us up, she went, You're not going over the door. Sure. The wee aluminous jacket on, the wee waistband with the aluminous belt on it. She went, Now you can go outside and we used to go, What's on about? And then when you realise when you're going to school it's pitched out and nobody right. can see you. Right. And that's me to do that every single morning going to school. Mm-hmm. And then my mum she moved from Reed Street up to uh, Blair Beth, Round Tree Gardens, but it was a top flat house, but my mum obviously bothered with her knees, so she, we stayed up there for I think it was about two years, and then she offered the house, which is the white flats that you see where that building went fire, yeah. and she stayed there till she sadly passed away three years ago, so mm-hmm. aye, but my dad's still here as I say, so yeah. aye, but uh, oh, it, was, it was amazing, and she used to work in, oh I can't mind the name, it was a home, and it was when you went up Blair Beth Road by the, uh, the graveyard, mm-hmm. you're under the bridge, and you come to the lights, just when you turn as if you're going to Castmill, see that building, that used to be an old folks home, mm-hmm. my mum used to work in there, there was a real lady in there, and she was down syndrome, and my mum used to do sign language with her, and I used to go over and meet my mum, because my mum would not allow me to cross that road when I went to spittle school, mm-hmm. the woman who lived in the home left the home and followed my mum home, she went to go and sit with my mum. <laughs> So my mum had to take her off me back down. She went, you can't leave. This is your house. And she's going, no, no, no. And then they're doing all this thing. Line thing. She went, no. She went, you need to stay here. But I, my mum, she used to take her out a few times. But mm. oh, something else. And my dad, he was a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked on the black hack taxis. He'd done it for, I think it was 40 odd year. Uh, he had to give up his job because he's got that glaucoma, I think it is. And he's not got any full vision, he's only yeah. got what he can right see it through. But now he's he's almost blind now, because he's nearly 90. Uh, but he was a taxi driver for long enough, and the taxi drivers, I think they got shot when he gave up his job, because he walked in, because Bupa done their medicals. Mm. My dad walked in and went, well, he's going to put it down, and he went, that's be finished. Mm. And the guy went, what's wrong? He went, you're going to do me a medical, and I'm going to feel close of my eyes. He knew right away it was going to work, so that was him. And before my husband passed away, my husband says, what would you like to do, Charlie, if you could do something? He went, I'd love to jump into the, the driver's seat and take a wee skype around the scheme. <laughs> we were like, right, okay. But he always wanted a scooter after he you know, retired, but he says, what you can, it's too dangerous because you can't see where you're going and you'd yeah. be a liability. Yeah. Uh, well, my dad used to work Rolls-Royce. He was in Rolls-Royce for a couple of years when he came out of the army. But he'd done other wee jobs in between. Mm. Uh, but we, it was like two families coming together. My mum, myself, my brother, we, we came from Mary Hill and then my mum and dad, well my stepdad, they met in Barlands dancing and they got together and then they ended up married. So it was like my mum, myself and my brother, as I say, and then it was my stepdad and his two daughters. So it was like two families mm. coming into one, but we used to have a laugh at school. My sister, the one that's closest to me, she was born in January and I was born in the main. They're going, how's that? But we're not twins and people used to sit and go, Oh, that's impossible. Right? It's all right, we're stepsisters. <laughs> we used to love winding them up. Because we went to, uh, well, as I say, we went to the borough, then we went to Spittle, and then we went to Stoma High School. Mm-hmm. It was great. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. But I, I wasn't in, in uh, school, secondary school a lot because, uh, I don't know if I'd said yet, I'd been in the hospital. I, I collapsed in Stoma Road when I was about 12 years old, and I was I was found hanging on the wall. And what it was was that I had extra bones growing my feet, and I was rushed into the vicky. So, my 
like four years at secondary school, and never really helped with that. Never a year, but I loved it. Absolutely loved school. Mm. Uh, else? My brother, he worked in Claybridge Steelworks. Mm-hmm. He worked in there. He loved it in there. And then he moved away down to Bristol because he couldn't get a job, so he lived in there for years and years and years. So what, what did you do in Claybridge now? What, what job did you do? Uh, I think he just merely swept up and done things for the, the guys, wanted any stuff, like right. he would go and get all And he worked in, uh, do you remember when Glasgow Council were at Trongate mm-hmm. and they had offices up there? Yeah. My brother used to take all the mail. He, wor- he worked in there for a couple of years. Uh, he worked in there and he was doing like, the mail running and all that and he loved that job as well. And then sadly get paid off. And then he was a bus driver in Rutherglen. Mm. Somebody reported him for smiling, says he was too cheery. And he lost his job. Was that me? Mm-hmm. And he went on that stuff. So he went away down to Bristol, became a bus driver, mm-hmm. liked it down there, get reported again for being too cheery and saying good morning to people. And I thought, oh my God, get a life. That's amazing. I know. And he, he stopped at, and he went for agency work, and he done the security where you had to go into the airports and mm. do other specialist things and that and he done that and that was that was his last job before he before he sadly died. He died in twenty fifteen. Mm. So mm. but uh, it's it's been really, really good. Uh, what te- what teachers do you remember? Uh, Miss Kinnaird, I always remember her because I couldn't tell the time. I used <laughs> I used to get so embarrassed to stand up in the class and she would have the clock and I don't know if you remember you had the clock and it was like two and past. One side was yellow, one side was green. She was always saying to me, I could get the side where it was past, but see what's coming to. Mm. Well, I don't understand this bit. And even this day, like my dad got an appointment through for to go to the hospital, and after that, you have to go in 1300 hours. I mean, what time's that? Mm. And he'll say, See you, but you need to learn the count. <laughs> <laughs> but no, me and numbers are no very good. Mm. Don't get me wrong, I had a good bash at maths when I was at school, mm. and their t- and maths teacher used to go like that. Right, stand up if you're absent, and everybody used to go like that, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it always came out every morning. Yeah. Uh, I liked the I liked the music teacher Miss Hoy. She was I actually think she was really well known because we went a couple of pantomimes and that, and uh, we went to theatres and she was always there. Mind you, she hated my sister because my sister my sister said was full of nonsense at school, and I mean full of nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> we were in the, we were in the cookery class in Stonewall High, and we were making cakes, and it was stock burn, it was solid. She had it in the bowl and she's like, look, miss, I'm mixing up, mixing up. And the teacher went, that's right. And we all just stopped. The bowl, the bottom of the bowl had fell, it was on the floor with the flour and the butter and And my sister still stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, we had some really good times. And I remember when I started Stonewall High, I was dead nervous and I didn't want to be near all these people. And my brother came out and he said to uh, Mr Nelson, he went, that's my wee sister. He went, oh, another one of you's maddens at the school. And I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm, I'm going to get tortured in here. But no, everything was really all right. Just, I think it's just because you're going for the, the wee school to the high school and you think, oh, God, everything's going to be no nice. But they were, they were really, really nice. My mum, eh, I said she worked in parts and shortbread. It's, in fact, it's at the bottom of one of those pictures. You can just see the building and no more. And then she went to, oh, what's that shop called now? Do you know Ladbrokes in the main street now? Uh-huh. That used to be called Glen Cleaners. Oh, right. My mum used to work in there. Mm. And I remember coming off of school one day <coughs> and the police and the ambulance were outside the building. I thought it was wrong. Maybe a, a fire or something. Mm. No, my mum had appendicitis. She collapsed in the shop. So we had to get an ambulance for her. Mm. 
So long story short, they took yeah. her into hospital. Took her appendix out, she kept saying weeks later, my side's off for so long as that. It can't be. She went, she went, my side's killing me. She says, <coughs> I, I remember it well because I've just turned 11. She went, but I could go a fag. Now there's four years, and I'm the youngest. And everyone has went, I'll give you a fag. She went, I knew you were awesome. I knew you were a <laughs> She never says that. That they took her back into the hospital to find out, see those swabs that you use. Right? Really funny inside her. But she was fine. She was like, no, as long as it's, I mean, I'm all right. So. So, so and she worked in Patterson's, you say? Patterson's shortbread, yeah. So did you get any free samples out of there then? No, no I sometimes, she worked in Greg's, when, I don't know if you know that Greg's right. used to have a big factory, she worked in there, she used to do those strawberry tarts, mm. so I used to go down and meet her, she was always at the door, and there's a big conveyor belt going on the strawberry tarts, she's like, do you want one? I'm like, no, I don't like them. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, I was... It was really good. I enjoyed it. I always call myself a Raglonian because I've more have more or less stayed here since I was three or four. Right. Uh, but where I was in Mary Hill, I was in Gascube Road. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, most of that's away because my brother took me down there before he went away, and uh, the part of Gascube Road where I was born in the house doesn't exist anymore. Right. But uh, the school's still there, and where my dad was. See, my mum and dad. Uh, separated but I did not because I was a wee girl and I thought oh my mum's got this my dad's got this mm. <laughs> I thought this was great uh, and then obviously when they split but he went to Australia mm. uh, and we stayed there for a couple of years and then as I said my mum went my dad and mm. like, he just went for there but I've always classed myself as being a Raglone I love here mm. but I just don't like the way it is now because there's, there's nothing here we used to have everything here because I was saying to one of my sons we used to go into the Rutherland Arcade and we had John Menzies Aris McCall's, City Bakeries, The Light Bright, Crawford's, DER TV, place where you put the, the money in your <laughs> My mum was never, she met Ken Barlow at Cornish Street in there. She went like, I had to do my box of coverage, she was going to sign up for me. <laughs> uh, we had Presto's supermarket, I used to work in there. Malcolm Campbell's, the Bon Appetit, which I think that's the only original one that's still there. I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you're listening to Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Cam Glen Radio. In this programme, I'm talking to Izzy McKinnon about her memories of living and working in Rutherland. And every Saturday morning, there's my mum, my two boys who were wee babies at the time, and a load of women, and we used to be every Saturday, and that's where we went to the arcade, because you'd, in Rutherland you had everything. You didn't have like, a shoe shop, a furniture shop, because I remember when the co-op, where it is now, that the two floors above that, mm. that used to be the co-op as well. And they would sell their furniture and you could pay your bills and mm. what have you. And then you had the gas shop on the main street, uh, which is now part of the key shop, doing the, the engraving, mm-hmm. uh, the opticians. And my son's going, Mum, how can you remember us? Because we were always up the main street. There was always somewhere to go, there was always something to do. But you don't have that anymore, mm. sadly. So. So over time then, you've seen the town kind of oh, gradually decline a bit. Now I think, and I've said to quite a few people, I, I feel as if they've taken everything out of Rutherland and if you don't go to Canvas Lang, well, not so much do because that's as bad because it was up there yesterday, mm. and uh, down to the Forge Market, there's nothing here. No. Do you know what I mean? It's like, mm. well, we're going to make you travel. The same enough, you can, if you need something in the housing and you want a private booth, mm. you need to go to Canvas Lang. Mm. Why should you have to go to Canvas yeah, Lang when you live in Rutherland? It doesn't make sense but that's the way they're working it. It's a great place. 
Right. But we need a new shopping centre. That right. needs to be bulldozed and rebuilt again because the money they spent trying to repair that roof is mm -hmm. unbelievable. Yeah. But we had a, a an assessment done that it's a good few years ago now. And they were asked the public, what did they want for other one? And we thought, right, why don't we get some big shops like Marks and Spencers, Argos, Littlewoods, all that kind of stuff. And what what they done was, <coughs> uh, they says, take the car park off, add another lot of shops on top of it's already there, obviously, make it structurally safe, mm. then put the car park back, back on it. And once they've done, you know, these people come out and do all that stuff, uh, they says, no, that, that would never hold that, never in a million no, years. No. So that never, ever happened. It's, it's the same as well. See, when my mum moved into the house she got because it had the operations on her knees, uh, that was about, oh, about 50 years ago, next March. And when we got to see the house, the car park, I don't know if you know the Fairway pub that used to be there, right, right my mum's the pub right next to it. When we went down to see it, the car park, the road, didn't exist. It was laid out to be right. what it is now, mm -hmm. but it was like, you know, big chucky stones, the big massive yeah. things. Yeah. That's what was covered in the road. And the security guy was standing at the door and he went, can I help you? And my mum went, I'm here to see my house. And he went, no. There was no doors or nothing at that time. And mm. it's weird to think it now when you think back all the years. And she pulled out the letter, <coughs> she showed me, and you went, all right, my mum and dad were the very first people on that block. Sorry. Aye, and he's still the original one that's there. I don't know many people moved mm. in and moved out. But they are lovely houses as well, but not mm. letting them go to the rack and ruin. Because I remember when the old drain office, which is in the old Rutherland book, mm -hmm. was there, and the tenements, the old, old tenements, because me and my brother used to play in them, and my brother found a big giant box of Christmas paper, and we used it for years and years and years, because we knew the buildings were coming down, right. and that's where the shops are now, mm -hmm. like the wee butchers and yeah. the, the wee news agents and that, mm -hmm. but I, it's, that's totally changed as well, and I actually remember the old road that used to be where We've now got the tunnels as you come off the right, street. Right. I remember the old type road right. before they, they dug all that out, but mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. been that's mm. been a wee bit scary as well, that the tunnels. We used to have a flasher. Oh really? No. My mum <laughs> and her friend were going to the bank they'd been to the bingo and they were coming down the guy the guy was reported to the police and always had a yellow mac on mm. and he jumped off, see the wee bit of the wall and he jumped down off and he slashed his helmet. My mum's pal went is that it? Is that all you've got? Put that away. And he was never speaking <laughs> since. <laughs> but he'd done this for long enough. But what he was doing was he wouldn't go to see the longer tunnel, he wouldn't go near that. It was always the one. Right. I think it's, that one's more secluded. Yeah. And I think it sort of puts people off. Could you still mm -hmm. think well, somebody's going to be there? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're going to flash, you could do no, anything. Yeah. But mm -hmm. it was funny see when they told us we, we were howling. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. But yeah. I, mm -hmm. it's flooded, that tunnel flooded quite a few bits. Right. Right. Quite a few complaints on about that as well mm. now. See the big stone you see as you come further down Burnhill Street? Right. See before you come to the wee shop right in the corner? Mm -hmm. You see, everybody calls it a headstone and it says, Welcome to Burnhill. Oh, yeah, I've seen well, that. Yeah. I'm in the uh, Burnhill Community mm -hmm. Council, I've been on right. it for years, right. uh, and we actually helped to get that installed. And people okay. are going, Why did you put a gravestone right this? No, no, it's not, because right. we, got, we got that donated free of charge, mm. and all we had to do was come up with something on the front, which mm -hmm. we did. but. Mm -hmm. But people put stickers and everything on it, and yeah. they're trying to make the place nice. Cool. When I moved into Tory Glen Road, eh, I've been there 22 years, we went to we went to the eh, Rutherglen Library, they don't hold the, the plans for the houses, right. so they says go to Mitchell Library, and when we go to see the plans, the girl says, we have the plans as in the street plan, but right. we don't have individual plans in the building, because the library had went fire, oh, so yeah. that was all they managed to salvage. Okay. And 
my, my building was built in 1932 because White's Chemicals, which was a big massive field before they built the motor in that, mm-hmm. that's where that is, but they still think there's chemicals not coming off of that. Because we used to watch the field turn purple. It used to go bright, bright purple. And every time the guys were playing football on that, mm-hmm. and the, the council would come and go, right, that's it, and they'd fence it off and mm-hmm. do whatever they'd done. But this stuff kept coming back through. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they're still playing, but the, the Glens is down there now. Mm-hmm. But we never wanted that either. No. We didn't ever say that because no. when they're playing football and if you've got a car and you park on the corners going into Western Avenue, no. you can see a thing coming. We've had the police doing umpteen times no. complaining about it, but nothing no. the police no. doing about it. But, but apart from that, as it's a nice wee place, but no. it used to be really wild. One time you would never walk down Tory Glen Road. No. That was before I got my house. But now it's, oh, it's really nice. And no. You get nice people everywhere you go, but I, you always get the bad ones as well, so you can't have always. We were talking earlier on about the community centre or, or the lack thereof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was there ever a community centre here before? When the council took office, we still had to run in the place, mm. but the council wasn't giving us any money for the upkeep of the building. Right. So whatever money we were making, when we did have to close, because obviously we get the letter saying, right, the building's coming down, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We didn't give that money back to the council. We gave it out to other groups in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They thought, right, well, we've made money out of it, so we're going to give it out to them. Yeah, but that was a sad day when that happened because mm-hmm. we had a meeting with people in two, the men that were there were millionaires. We didn't know this. Mm-hmm. And they said to them, we'd have known what you were working through and how much money you had. Mm-hmm. We would have invested in a new community centre, mm-hmm. but because you're time limited now, we can't help you. Mm. And we, I mean, after all the paperwork, mm. the wee timesheet when we do the cafe on and all the different groups and mm. what have you, and people go, that's amazing. Mm. And you've not got any of that. Mm. And I still have people coming up and going, when are you going to get a new community centre? So where was the old one then? Uh, see the picture I showed you mm. where the, the nursery was, the big brown building. Mm-hmm. You see the wee huts in front of you? Oh, that, that was a community centre. Same with their other one maternity, they should never have knocked that down either. My, yes, my sons were born in there, my mm. there. Right. But that's all that there was oh, the right, community centre, right, right. and that was the nursery. Right. And now that's obviously the borough school. Mm-hmm. But we were we were dead busy every single day, that part there, that was the cafe. Mm-hmm. The main entrance, but we'd had, well, it was like all the porter cabins joined together. Mm-hmm. The two bathrooms, the office, and then mm-hmm. we'd other halls at the back, mm-hmm. and we were busy. Almost seven days a week. I mean, we would have opened seven days a week, but right. obviously a lot of people didn't want to open. So is that where the new school is now? That's then? where the school is right, now. Right, okay, right. Mm-hmm. Is that the old borough school there? No, what's that? No, that school? was, well, that was part of the old borough school, because mm-hmm. when I went to the borough, that's where we used to come for our, our dinner, but right. they actually set up a wee set of huts at the side of it, but mm-hmm. that got knocked down, right. uh, and we just used this part, mm-hmm. but they put that into the nursery. Right. And then, obviously, we had that bit. Oh, dear. I know, I assume you. So ever since then there's been no... Nope, no, no. nothing, no. Nope. See when Jean and I, I mean we're still community people and we like to do things, right. uh, but that's what we were saying when you're out in the community and people go like Foucault Branch, oh I was at the community centre done such and such mm. and you're like well at least you got one, what do you mean? And mm. then we, we start telling them what happened to us and they're like that's a shame you should mm. never have done that. No. But the council was adamant at the time they would not build a school anywhere near a railway, mm. so our argument was you built a school there, mm. you cross that road and it right, what's over that wall? Mm-hmm. That's the main line away down to London. Yeah. And they go, mm. all right. So Kim had turned and said to the council, why did you not take back the bit of space and build the new borough school there right. and give us another bit of land and we could have built a community centre? Mm. And the council's looked at each other as if, why did we not think of that? Oh, 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 oh
<laughs> no, you you think they would want some f- somewhere for people to go, some some for them to do. Do you know no, what I mean? No. Because Jean and I go to a different we class, we go to a Latin group, we go to this group, and see the amount of people you meet and go, mm. never to go there, mm-hmm. never to speak to. No, and no. Loneliness is a horrible, and I never realised how horrible it was to my husband died because he died eight months ago, and you're sitting there and you're going, mm-hmm. what the four was, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? No, no. But uh, loneliness is a horrible, horrible thing. But I've got a wee friend of mine. She was actually a friend of my mum's. And she's in her 70s, I think she is. So I said mm. to her, I went, why don't you go to the High Hopes Club? And she went, well, oh, I don't know. I said, but I wasn't always the way I am just now that I could talk to people. Because yeah. my mum used to go, like, you, you're coming with me and you're going to go to these meetings. And that's, that's how it started for me. But yeah. mm-hmm. I'm actually glad my mum done it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, if you go and mix with other people, Margaret. Yeah. Then you'll get angry because my mum mm. invited her when she, she used to live in the White Flats, Margaret. Uh, my mum invited her to the what mm. the pensioners' dinners and that. Mm. She went, I thought it was great. She went, Your mum was right, I never know. And mm. then Margaret didn't know my mum had passed away. And it was one day I'd met her and I happened to mention it. Mm. And I think I thought, I thought she was going to pass out character. And I'm like, mm. Please don't focus, I can't pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I couldn't believe your mum's not here. She mm. went, Your mum done an awful lot of stuff. Mm. I mean, my mum was in with. She was in the White Flats Attend Association, or she was in the church, she was in the Old Georgia, oh God, mm. I'm like, she's in the heaven. Oh, aye. She'd done over 40 years in Orange Lodge, mm. and I've got a big collar, right? I've got it in a big master frame, so I thought nobody's ever going to use it in the school, yeah. I've medals and everything on it, so mm. in a big frame up in the wall. Mm-hmm. So me and my son are fighting there, who's going to have it? <laughs> I think he's going to win. <laughs> When you left school, what, what job did you do? A place called Component Containers, okay. and we used to make, it was welding, right. and it was these metal containers for the army and the navy and that, that's what we used to make. Oh, where was this? Actually inside Rutherglen Market. That whole building was one big place where I used to work. Is that like the exchange? Uh-huh. Oh, right, okay, got mm-hmm. it. Ah, right, uh-huh. that's what I was called. Yep, uh-huh. Component okay. Containers. Okay. Uh, and then after that, when I got myself up and walking about, I worked in Presto Supermarket, in Rutherland Arcade, mm-hmm. uh, I hung my last of the wee while in there and then that was me I never worked again after that because mm-hmm. my life just totally started. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about entertainment then? How did you entertain yourself? Did you have to go uptown for the dancing or whatever? Or I, never, I never got that far though. So what about picture houses then? The picture? Uh, we used to go to uh, see the one in the, in the picture. Oh. <coughs> Aye, this one here. Oh, right. We used to go there on a Saturday morning. Oh, the Rio. Aye, the real right. picture wow. home. Aye. Mm-hmm. That's my mum's church there. Well, I'm a member as well, but right. that's the one we went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she always used to chase us to go there on a Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. Right, you used to get ready, you're going, you're going to pictures. <laughs> used to go and watch like Mickey Mouse and Pluto and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. Aye, it was really good. good and then, if there was ever anyone in the church, we'd go to that after we'd been to pictures. But a few times we went to the one on the main street, the Odeon. Right. We used to go in there as well, mm-hmm. but it was more the real we went to. Right. Yep. I think it's because we were on, like down on this side of the building, sure. and she was like, right, yeah, I know you're safe and you're not going to go on the main road around. Because right. yep. my sister used to wander away. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, like, mm. right, you get her here. <laughs> but aye, that was, that was a great picture hall, that was mm. massive, mm. absolutely massive. Because yep. that was, see, in that picture, oh. see that building there, that was the old joint office. Oh, right. And I always remember my mum going in there, mm-hmm. and then she says, we can't go in there anymore to pay for rent, and I went, how she went, because they're mm-hmm. not in the building done, so, mm-hmm. that was the end of that. <laughs> so that's, that's the, the war memorial there, the cenotaph. Uh-huh. Did you have any in your family were uh, in my the My dad's, I guess his great cousin, mm-hmm. Madden, uh-huh. it's, on, it's on that, because we took a picture of it, mm-hmm. 
and I went down I said to my dad I think it's Joseph Madden's the name on it or mm. William and I said to him is that a relation you know he went oh aye and he was sitting tells the story I can't remember the characters that long ago mm. but he went aye he went he's, right. he's mapped on that mm. as well uh, my dad's own parents they used to live in Gala Flat Street mm-hmm. the Maddens Joe Madden right. he was a plumber right. and Jeannie Madden her own name's Barman and there used to be loads and loads of Barrowmans right. okay. she was a wee wee tiny th- and I mean a wee tiny thing <laughs> but uh, I they were well known mm-hmm. in other mm-hmm. ones as well yeah. and then they moved up to Fern Hill and that's where they were to mm-hmm. they passed away but sure. I, yeah. and his brother Tam Madden he used to live in uh, Bloodbeth Road mm-hmm. And then his wife came from Morecambe, but she decided she wanted to come back down to Morecambe, so okay. they went down there and sadly mm-hmm. he passed away down there. Yeah. Okay. I've been great, Moved absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yep. Well, that's great, thanks very much. I'm Carrick MacDonald, and you've been listening to Halfway to Borough, the Two Towns local history show on Canglen Radio. In this programme, you heard me talking to Izzy McKinnon about her memories of growing up, living and working in Rutherglen. Many thanks to Izzy for taking the time to talk to me and for giving me copies of those splendid photographs from her collection. Thanks also to the People's Past, People's Future group. The music was by Sugar Nifty. I hope you enjoyed this programme and that you can join me again next time. Until then, thanks for listening. How do you look after your teeth and gums? Brush your teeth um, every, every time you wake up and at bedtime. Make sure you get like everywhere in your mouth, even the back of your teeth. If you kind of don't, then you'll have them fall out. If you don't look after your teeth, you'll get black and brown. To help keep your teeth and gums healthy, visit the dentist regularly. To register with a dentist, simply telephone or visit a practice in your area and ask if you can register with them. You can find a dentist near you using the NHS Inform Service Directory. You're listening to Press Pause on Cam Glen Radio. This is a programme that focuses on nature sounds to promote real